sure is a blessing to be in God's house this morning. Thank the Lord. And uh, I was just uh, sitting there for a minute or two looking over the crowd and hearing the beautiful sounds of fellowship. And uh, when I first came in the foyer this morning, uh, earlier before Sunday school, uh, there was a group standing there talking, and I said, just, it feels so happy. And they all, they all agreed. They said, boy, I do feel happy this morning. And just, you could just feel so much love and happiness, and, and what a great atmosphere to have in the Lord's house. And I'm just, I just thank God it's like that. And uh, easy to take that for granted, but we ought not to. And, uh, boy, we had a, had a wonderful Sunday school lesson this morning. I just thank God for it. And even as I was able to visit with some folks that come in, it blessed my heart. And then there's other folks that came in after I came up here and sat down. I haven't got to you yet, but it blessed me just seeing you come in. Uh, I appreciate everybody that's here. I have a couple of verses I want to read in opening this morning, very familiar in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, and uh, starting at verse 8. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. And so we're saved by grace through faith. We can't earn it or work it out. But when we're saved, we're in Christ, and it's ordained that we should work for him after we get saved. Uh, what I do for Christ and God now is not trying to earn my way to heaven. I just do it because I'm blessed and they saved me and that's what God said to do and there's a blessing in it and I want to help somebody else. So praise God this morning. Let's all stand for just a minute as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for your spirit that we've felt so powerful today and we feel and we thank you for it and thank you for each one that's here and what a blessing uh, to see people gather in the house of God. God, we praise your holy name today, and we ask you just help us to have a sweet time of worshiping you in spirit and in truth. God, I pray today that you'd speak to people's hearts. Lord, our hearts desire more than anything is to see somebody get saved. And Lord, and then next to that is to see somebody that's been saved, uh, that's coming uh, to church, but maybe not quite in fellowship the way they need to be. We like to see them get really in with their whole heart that they can rejoice and feel the, the peace of God and be a help to somebody. God, we ask you these things in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated. We turn the service over to the Taylor on the floor. Page 
176. 176.
Sure, it's good to be here this morning. Thankful for everyone that's here and everybody that's made their way out here. And uh, as we were in Sunday school this morning, I, I just want to read this real fast. A word came to my mind as we, I thought about the veterans dinner we're going to have. And uh, the word was selflessness. And the definition is concerned more with the needs and wishes of others rather than one's own. And uh, I, I want to say I appreciate our veterans, but I, I thought about the cross at Calvary. And the greatest act of selflessness that this world has ever seen was 2,000 years ago when Jesus gave his life for a lost and dying generation. And so I'm thankful for that this morning. If you're hearing lost, there's still hope in Jesus. I know the world says things are dim. There's no hope anymore. But I thank God that the blood still works and that Jesus is still on the throne. So I'm thankful to be here this morning. At this time, we'll ask everybody that's seated to stand. We wonder at this time if anybody would have any unspoken prayer requests. Let's surely remember all those. Anyone this morning with a spoken prayer request? for conviction this morning. Nobody else has anything. Carl, will you leave some prayer? Show them the need, God. Show them Jesus. 
this time if anybody would have a, a song song testimony in their heart. <clears throat> Anyone at all with a song or testimony this morning? Appreciate that prayer and appreciate Cooper opening up. It's good to be here. I'm going to ask again, just in case somebody's got a song on their heart, maybe just come to you, feel like singing, you're still welcome. I want to say, let's pray. Pray for Sean. Yeah, appreciate it. say I'm thankful <clears throat> for what I have down in my soul. I'm thankful of where it came from, the truth that's behind it. I'm thankful for this church for always telling me the truth. Whether or not I wanted to hear it or not, it's what I needed. And just, just pray for me and I'll try to sing this song. <clears throat> when the melody's been written and the words have all been penned And you've heard the Spirit calling Through some old sacred hymn In the valley of decision Tell me, friend, what will you do? This life has many choices, eternity has two. This world and all its pleasures will soon be passed away. The final invitation could be going out today. You're standing at the crossroads and the Savior's calling you. This life has many choices. Eternity has two. The straight and narrow way leads to life, the broad way down below. What would it profit to gain the world and lose your very soul? 
Tomorrow is uncertain. Our days on earth are few. This life has many choices. Eternity has two. Appreciate that song. Anybody else feel like singing? I want to say again, thank God for everybody here and thank God for all of our visitors. And thank God especially for our preaching brother, Bob Morrison, his wife, Tina, that's here with us this morning. And uh, I've had a thought on my heart that I, I sort of dread preaching. That may sound real odd, but that can happen sometimes. And when when I saw Bob come in, I got excited. And I saw I was get Bob to preach. I don't have to preach that. And uh, God said, no, you won't. Uh, you have to do your own job. <laughs> and so sometimes it works like that. And uh, uh, so Bob knows what I'm talking about. So I want you to pray very earnestly. Uh, a couple of places I'd like to read today. Once in the sixth chapter of the book of Galatians. And then uh, I want to turn in the scripture to First Samuel uh, chapter 15. And you pray very earnestly. I'll start in Galatians. Chapter 6, starting at verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Let me, let me tell you what the text that's on my heart today is. Obey God. Don't mock God. Obey God. Don't mock God. Okay, let me start reading again. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be wary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And so... That's the reading there. Again, uh, obey God, don't mock him. Then I want to read from the uh, 15th chapter uh, of the book of 1 Samuel. And uh, I may just give you a little background. I might read some of that in a minute. Uh, but uh, we see in the scripture uh, that uh, there was a man that was uh, king of Israel, and his name was Saul. And Saul was a great man. Uh, God had uh, put him in as king of Israel. He had to be a great man. I think Saul had pretty good intentions, uh, but he made some bad choices. I've been there. I've made a lot of bad choices in my life. Uh, but God gave uh, Saul a job to do. Uh, the Amalekites had uh, troubled Israel a lot, and uh, God gave Saul the job uh, to lead the children of Israel down there and to destroy the Amalekites, utterly destroy them. Uh, it sounds, uh, might sound harsh to think about, but that's what the Bible said. Uh, destroy every man, woman, uh, child. Destroy even all the animals, the sheep and the, the, the cattle and, and just wipe it completely out. Don't take anything of the spoil. Don't go down there and see something uh, that you're attracted to and take it home with you. Now, I need to read now. And, uh, uh, so uh, let me look down here. Uh, in the, the 15th chapter of uh, 1 Samuel, 
And uh, I'll tell you uh, where we start, verse 7 here. And this is what Saul did. I told you what God told him to do. And this is what Saul did. And Saul smote the Amalekites from Havilah until thou comest to Shur, which is over against Egypt. Starts out pretty good. But listen at this. And he took Agag, the king of the Amalekites, alive and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep and of the oxen and of the fatlings and the lambs and all that was good. Everything looked good to them. They spared it and would not utterly destroy them, but everything that was vile and refuse, uh, they destroyed utterly. Then came the word of the Lord unto Samuel, saying, It repenteth me that I have set up Saul to be king, for he has turned his back from following me, and hath not performed my commandments. And it grieved Saul, and he cried unto the Lord all night. Uh, the man of God, the old prophet, he was grieved, and he, he, had, he had such uh, feelings, and he cared about Saul, and he cared about what Saul did, and he cared about Israel, and he cried all night long. Have you ever had a burden for somebody, and you was awake off and on all night crying for them? Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty uh, sad experience, and it's a pretty wonderful and rewarding experience. Uh, it's rewarding that you've got that much heart uh, to care about somebody that much uh, that you can uh, be awake and you can pray for them and that God would entrust you with that much uh, uh, to say to you that uh, you can be a prayer warrior uh, to stay up all night praying for somebody. So uh, that's, that's actually a great honor and a great blessing even though it's a great hardship. And so uh, the Bible said then Saul rose up early in the morning. He went down, uh, or Samuel rose up early in the morning. He went down where Saul was at. And listen to this. Down in verse 13, Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said unto him, Now, I want you to get this picture with me. Uh, God had told him to utterly destroy the Amalekites and all the things that's down there. And so Saul, uh, he may have thought, well, I'm doing pretty good. I, I destroyed most of the people. Uh, he may have thought, uh, well, I'll, I'll keep these animals and we'll make some sacrifice out of them. Here, here's my point. Uh, Saul uh, might have decided what he was doing was okay, but it's not what God said was okay. We cannot change the Word of God. We cannot change the commandments of God. If we're going to be in fellowship with God, we're going to have to do what God said. And, and so down here, uh, so when Samuel uh, came down there, Saul said to Saul, uh, he disobeyed God on every point, but here's what he said. Uh, verse 13, Saul said unto him, unto Samuel, Blessed be thou the Lord. I have performed the commandments of the Lord. Uh, oh my, uh, it's shocking when you read that. Uh, he had not done what God said, but he said, I've performed the commandments of the Lord. Uh, I can kind of picture him in my mind. guess it's just my imagination. I can kind of picture him. I stand up kind of proud and say, boy, I've done what God said. I, I'm t it takes more uh, than uh, just saying I've done what God said uh, in order to do what God said. And, and listen, uh, uh, Saul was in a bad spot, uh, but I've been in similar spots before in my life. Uh, I remember times in my life, uh, somebody uh, talk about serving God. I think I'm not doing too bad. Uh, uh, and then, uh, you know what I usually think after that? Uh, I think some other uh, folks that I could compare myself to, I felt like I was doing better 
they was. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, uh, we can't compare ourselves uh, to somebody else and be justified. Uh, if we're going to compare ourselves uh, to anything, we need to compare ourselves to what the Word of God said. What did God say to do? Well, uh, down here, Saul said, I've done what the Lord commanded me. Well, uh, listen, uh, the old prophet, uh, he had the Word of God on his side. Saul said, to, Blessed be thou, Lord. I have performed the commandments of the Lord. Well, listen what Samuel said down here in verse 14. Uh, let's uh, go back uh, to what the text is. It's on my heart. Uh, obey God. Uh, don't mock him. Uh, we need to really, truly from our heart. Now, listen, none of us is perfect. Uh, I'm sure not perfect, and you're not either. Uh, but I'll tell you what we all can do. We can do our uh, very best uh, to obey the Lord. We can give him our whole heart and do our best uh, to be in the will of God. Uh, you don't have to be a scoundrel or an outlaw uh, to be out of fellowship with God. Uh, I know a lot of uh, nice folks uh, that uh, seemingly aren't serving God. Uh, uh, but listen, we need to get in and we need to get on fire for the Lord. Why? Uh, well, because we owe it to God because of what Jesus did on the cross. Uh, we can't pay God back, but because of Jesus Christ, he died a horrible death to save mine and your soul. We need to give him everything we've got. Uh, besides that, uh, uh, there's people around us. Uh, uh, as long as I've been alive and since I've been saved, uh, I've noticed people around me that was lost. Uh, and uh, I remember when I was a transgressor uh, sitting in the back of the church house and, and uh, the power of God moved and there was conviction in the church house and God was calling. I wasn't in shape, uh, but I, I glanced up and God drew my attention uh, to a young man sitting a few hours up from me on the other side of the church house. And, and I thought, boy, I'd like to see him get saved. And God said, if you want him to get saved, why don't you act like it? Uh, why don't you get in and get on fire and be a light to him? Well, I bowed my head in my hands and I wept bitterly in my seat because I wasn't in shape uh, to help my acquaintance uh, come to the Lord. Uh, I wasn't uh, doing any scandalous things out in the world. Uh, I wasn't doing anything I could have been put in jail for uh, as far as I can remember. Uh, but I was out of fellowship with God. And, and so again, uh, get this of uh, what he said here. Uh, Samuel said to him, verse 14, after, after Saul had said, I've done the commandments of God. Samuel said, what means then the bleeding of this sheep in mine ears and the lowing of the oxen which I hear? God had told you to destroy all the animals. Saul said, I've done what God said, but there was evidence to the contrary. I'm telling you what, the problem with sin is it has a bad effect to it, and the evidence will stand against you. And when I go back through the memories of my life, I've got a lot of pages uh, I'd like to tear out, Bob, uh, but I can't tear them out. Uh, the best thing I can do, I can't dwell on them. Uh, I, I can't sink down because of it, uh, but I, I can look back and I can learn from it uh, and I can try to do better. We need to do our best uh, to the glory of God, not just part way, not just halfway, but all the way. Again, let me read that. What mean then the bleeding of the sheep in mine ears and the lowing of the oxen, which I hear? Let me let to obey God. Uh, don't don't mock him. Obey. Listen what listen what they said in here. This is what Saul then said. After Samuel said, well, the sheep are uh, down there making noise. The cattle are down there making noise. What's this mean then? Well, here's what. Saul tried to alibi out of it after he'd already said, I followed God. And then he came to this point. Verse 15, Saul said, 
They have brought them from the Amalekites for the people uh, spurred the best of the sheep and of the oxen and uh, sacrifice, to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God and the rest we've utterly destroyed. So when Saul was called on the carpet, he started blaming somebody. He said, that's what they've done. These people, they've, uh, they've spurred the king. Well, he couldn't lay it on them. He was in charge. He was the king. He was in charge. Well, when I try to blame somebody else, I get in trouble because I'm in charge of my life. The Bible said that Christ made us priests and kings unto God, those of us who are safe. I've got the charge of my life. I'm the one that's in charge of the decisions that I make. And there's a couple of things. There's people that you like and that's close to you. And sometimes Satan will use them to try to pull you off the path. But don't let that do that. On the other hand, there's people that annoy you and aggravate you. And Satan will try to use them to pull you off the path. That's no excuse either. We are the ones that make the choices in our lives. Uh, we need uh, to choose ye this day whom ye will serve. Uh, not just go at it halfway or partway. Uh, obey God, don't mock him. And so I've got to take my time a little bit. You keep praying. Again, I need to read this again. Saul said they have uh, brought them from the Amalekites for the people spared. The people did it. They spared the best of the sheep and the oxen to sacrifice unto the Lord. And the rest we have utterly destroyed. Uh, listen, uh, down here, uh, then, uh, down here in verse 19, here's what Samuel said back to Saul. He said, Wherefore then didst thou not obey the voice of the Lord, but didst fly upon the spoil and didst evil in the sight of God? And so uh, Samuel was staying on the path. He wasn't uh, being dissuaded by what Saul told him. He said, why did you do this? Uh, you knew what God had told you to do. I told, see, Samuel could have said, and in so many words he did say, Saul, I told you what God said to do. Why didn't you do it? Sometimes, uh, isn't it uh, kind of uh, just uh, alarming uh, why people don't do what God said? We all obey the Lord. And again, I miss the mark a lot of times, but I want to be found trying uh, to do my best for the glory of God. Uh, if I miss the mark, uh, then I'm still trying. God will still help me. But we need to put our whole hearts in. And so go on down here in verse 20, uh, following up with what Saul said. And Saul said unto Samuel, and he got back on this part. He said, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord and have gone the way which the Lord sent me. Uh, boy, the evidence is to the contrary. Uh, people can be righteous in their own eyes. The Bible said every way of a man is right in his own eyes. But we need to go beyond what we're seeing and what we're thinking. We need to uh, go by what God said. And so, yea, said, yeah, let me read that again, verse 20. Uh, yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord and have gone the way which the Lord has sent me and have brought Agag the king of the Amalekites and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took of the spoil. See, he's on these two things. I've done what God said, but these people disobeyed the Lord. It was Saul that disobeyed the Lord, and Saul stayed. And so he goes on, and he said, But the people took of the spoil, that's verse 21, the sheep and the oxen. He said, And the chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed, and have sacrificed unto the Lord thy God in Gilead. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? See, he said, We're going to sacrifice some of these things to God. They were supposed to already been destroyed. You can't, you can't change the word of God and modify it and fix it to suit yourself. It takes obeying the Lord. Do what God said. And, and so now, and he goes on down here and listen to what he said. Now, let me read that again. Behold, 
Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. That's the end of verse 22. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat around. Listen, for verse 23 said, For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness as iniquity and idolatry because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord. He also hath rejected thee from being king. And so there was a penalty that Saul had to pay. We lose out. Every time I've disobeyed God and went against God, and I've done that plenty, it's cost me something. It's cost me a lot. You say, well, dollars? No, uh, it can cost you dollars. It can do that. But that's all I'm talking about. It, it cost me the peace that I had in my soul. It cost me the joy that I had in there. It cost me the good spirit that I had to work with and try to help somebody. Uh, I was in a bad shape. I've been in a bad shape a lot of times. Uh, so uh, I'm not down to anybody. I'm just uh, preaching uh, what uh, God uh, gave me this morning. And, and again, uh, I'm glad God gave it to me. Anything God gives is worthwhile. Uh, but now you can understand a little more about why I wanted to uh, lay it off on Bob. Uh, but it just can't work that way. Uh, I'd have been uh, disobeying God. Uh, I, I would have been doing kind of what Saul done if, if I'd have insisted that Bob preach instead of me preaching what God gave me. I'd have been in trouble. I don't like to be in trouble. I get in enough trouble. I don't like to bring it on myself. And so listen today. Uh, obey God. Uh, obey God. Don't mock him, but obey him. Get your song ready. Uh, I believe somebody needs to come today. God's a good God. He cares about people. Please obey the Lord while the church stands. That's about as far as I can go. But please obey the Lord. Please come today. I'm telling you what. There's, there's, there's really... No shame in getting out of fellowship in a way, but there sure is a shame in staying out. Why stay out? You don't have to stay out. Come get in this morning and, and listen. If you're here and lost today and uh, you need to get saved, uh, come and get saved. I haven't preached uh, hardly any to you this morning, uh, but if God's calling you, you can get saved anyway. Uh, happens all the time. But while we're saying, Please obey the Lord. If you're here today and, and you're one of God's children and you need to come, come on and get in. Obey the Lord. To obey is better than sacrifice. Would you come today? Would you please come? Are you where God wants you to be? Bless her heart. Come on, honey. Come on. Come on. God bless your heart. I appreciate this. I appreciate this one that's come. Praise the Lord this morning. Boy, she came with a broken heart. I, I could see it and feel it while she came. Why, well, praise God this morning. Praise God. I'm, I'm thankful she's come. What well, touched my heart. It blessed me. But I, I believe those others can come this morning. Please come. Come on. Come on. I, I've got a burden for some folks here this morning. God knows your heart and he knows mine. Let's obey him this morning. Please come. Please come. Come on. Come let God. Come let God bless you. Come let God. If there's something needs to forgive, let God forgive you. Let God bless you. Boy, let me ask you a question. Do you remember back when you, after you got saved and you was in good fellowship with God, can you remember when that joy would bubble up inside and God would run your cup over? You could feel heaven moving your soul. Remember how good that felt? I'm telling you, that can be like that again. 
God's still God and the Holy Spirit's still powerful and God's able to still bless and run your cup over. Please come. Come on. Boy, it just takes one step to start this way. Why not? Why not? Nobody's doubting you or ridiculing you. God just, God loves you. And he just wants to, listen, can I hug you? Let me give you a hug. obey the Lord. young lady for the move she might just say whatever's on your heart. I just want to say I'm so proud of myself because I got back in church after I've been crossed for so long. Amen. Amen. Well, let's give her some applause this morning. Boy, that, that blessed my heart. That's helped me. Uh, get you another song ready. I'm, I need another song here. Uh, I just uh, I just want us to obey the Lord this morning and uh, God knows every heart and boy, you know, I can't see in the hearts and I can't read minds and I think I've told this numerous times when I was a young preacher. I asked God, just let me see in the hearts. And, and God chastened me. And he told me how foolish I was. He said, that's not your job to see in people's hearts. He said, if you could see in people's hearts, you couldn't survive. You couldn't, you couldn't have. But God said not to worry. He, because I, I searched the hearts. All you need to do is just humble your heart and follow me. God said, if you'll humble your heart and follow me, you take care of your job, and I'll help you do that. He said, I'll take care of my job, and I'll never fail because I'll, I'll stir the hearts, I'll look into the hearts, I'll speak to people that need spoke to, I'll give you whatever burden that you need to have to do whatever you need to do. And so God takes care of it. Well, I appreciate our young folks coming. They bless my heart. It, it blesses me just seeing them walk up here and get in a choir space and, getting ready to sing. I just thank God from the smallest to the greatest. If you're here today, please. You know, you can wrestle with this and wrestle with it and you can think, what am I going to do and how am I going to do it? But let me, let me beg of you. Instead of trying to figure it all out, trust God enough to believe that he's able to help you do what you need to do and trust him enough as he's stirring your heart to just step out and come. How about trusting God? Sing whenever you're ready. Trust God today. Please trust God. Lord, without me, Listen. You can make the just trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. Just trust him this morning. Please come. Come on. Come on. Let's get in. Yeah, come on.
please come. Please come. Oh, come on. Come, let's pray together. If you come and pray and don't want to say anything, you don't have to. I just told the young lady a little bit ago, I said, would you like to give your testimony? She said, yeah. Up to you. If you come and pray and don't want to say anything, get up and go back to your seat. But follow the Lord. Please follow him. Help us today, God. Well, there's some folks here that I know need to move. A few of you even told me you have. I'm just going by what you say. Others, I've just got to burn for God's pride. You just obey today. Obey the Lord. Let God have his way. Obey this morning. Come on. Get in. Please help us, God. Come on. Come on home. Yeah, Lord. Listen. We got so much good that God's give us. Let's praise God for it. Let's obey him and do his will. Let's let God bless us and help us and help others through us. We're not in this by ourselves. There's other folks. Listen. Yeah, listen. Praise God. Please come. You come and let's walk the aisle together. If you're lost and you get saved, come and do that. You, can make you know Jesus died for you, rose from the dead for you. He lives for you. You haven't been born again. You need to be. Please come. We'll pray about it. Come on. There's probably some here that's gotten convicted in earlier services. It's lost. And God stirred that up again this morning. If God's calling you, you come. And you that are saved and not in fellowship with God like you should be, come. Maybe you're moving and coming to the altar help inspire somebody's lost to come. Come on. Please come. Please come. Please come. Sing us another if you feel like it. Boy, it's good singing. What a clear. Good singing. Let's pray for him. Pray for him this morning. Pray. Pray, church, while they sing. What? I just I just felt like we need another song. I declare I believe, believe some folks is just on the edge of coming, on the verge of coming. And, and it's still your choice. You can say yes or no. You can say no all day long. But please say yes to God. Just humble your heart right now and say, God, if you really want me to move, maybe stir that a little stronger even. Help me, Lord. God, if you want me to move, give me the strength to take that first step and come on. Why not get it fixed so it's not a worry to you? I, I've been in that spot. I've, I've been guilty of that. I, I remember a time I came to church and God would speak to me and I'd think, well, I wish I could get out of here. And I'd leave and my heart would be heavy and I'd agonize over it and it'd bother me all week long. I'd come back the next week and God'd speak to me and I'd say, I, I can't do that today. And then when I finally came willing to obey the Lord and I repented and God forgave me, I thought, why did I wrestle with that so long? 
Why did I let that agonize me so many days? I could have been feeling good instead of feeling bad. I could have been helping somebody instead of hindering somebody. You know, we do one or the other. Jesus said, he that's not with me is against me. He said, he that gathers not with me scatters abroad. If you're not helping, you're hurting. You need to get on the help side today. Please, while we sing, please come. Please come. Come on. Listen. With family and friends day Amen. Listen. Day we need help. What do you mean, preacher, you need help? We're all in this together. We need each other's help. And your help is important and vital. Satan will tell you that you don't matter. Satan's a liar. You do matter. There are people that you can help more than anybody else. There are people that you're close to that I don't even know. We all have our spot. Are you in your spot for the glory of God? Please come. join this church, the doors are open for that too. Whatever you need to do, do it. Obey the Lord. Well, God give us power this morning. Use the power God's given to feel the joy in your own soul and help your own people. It'll help you, but it'll help those you love. Come on. Monday morning and I 
Well, I felt something I ain't felt in a long time. <laughs> and he said, it's time to come home. Yeah. Amen. And I'm just thankful to be here, and I'm thankful to be saved. And yeah. Uh, well, if you ain't here and you ain't saved, or yeah. you might be in the same position I was in this right. morning. Right. But it's a good place to be. Hey, man. It's a good place to be yeah, this morning. Buddy. Oh, that's good. I, I thank the Lord for Levi and that powerful. Let's give him some applause this morning. Now, now, if you want, if you want to hug his, if you, if you want to hug his neck or shake hands, uh, do that. And that's, we still sing us another song. We still got some more praying to do.
appreciate Darren coming on him and say what's on his heart. On your heart. Why, does anybody ever feel like he's talking to you? <laughs> Today was that day. Bless your heart. I, I missed that fire. Yeah, man. I was saved when I was 13 years old, and I've never looked back, but just not been living right. Amen. And there's people that, that look at me yeah. to be the example. That's it, yeah. And I got to make sure I'm doing things right. Amen. So I apologize to the church. And um, I see friends and family here. Yeah, man. I want to become a member. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Boy, that's a powerful testimony. And could we hear a move? We receive him as a candidate for baptism. Hey, regular move and second. Just raise your hand. Amen. And uh, let's give him some applause. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Well, I appreciate these moves. I'm still not satisfied. I need another song. <laughs> Some, I know somebody said, I knew he's going to do that. I just, I, I just, you know, I don't want to go beyond what God would lead me, but I don't want to stop short of where he's calling. Now, I appreciate all these moves. They've blessed my heart. Uh, at the same time, uh, as wonderful as these moves are, and they're, they're wonderful individually, if only one of these folks had moved, it would have been a wonderful day to be here. Each of them have moved, and it's been wonderful in every case. But in my own personal burden, that's not covered half of the people. But I've got blessed your heart, brother. Come on. Come on home. Come on. Bless him, Lord. forgive you you need to pray or you already forgive me so many yeah so many people me my family um yeah and all the things that we've been through yeah man and lisa and i were both down with covid yeah. i don't know a month and a half or so ago yeah and i had a lot of time yeah man yeah i think what happens? What yeah. happens if? Right. Right. I, I know that no matter when I walk through this door, yes, sir. People are going to come up and give me a hug. And yeah. I feel loved. Amen. I love you, buddy. Yes, sir. And there's no time that you ever walk out of here without receiving a blessing. If you don't get that blessing, it's because your mind is somewhere else. It's not where it's supposed to be. You have to open your heart. And there is no time that I've walked through this door that I haven't sat there and opened my heart and Amen. shut everything else out. And it blesses me every time. Amen. And I appreciate all the prayer when our son, yeah. before he passed away. Yeah, and I know y'all are praying for our daughter that has cancer. Yes, sir. Just pray for my family. Amen. I sat on the bed this morning, and I told, I told Carol back there, I said, I, I looked at the clock, and I'm like, doggone it, I'm, go I'm going to be late. I can't, I can't be late. And then I thought, you know, 
God pushed me. He says, don't worry about that clock. Yeah. Show up when you can get there. Amen. And so I, Praise got God. Up, I got ready. And I got here, and then, and then you had to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Amen. Thank you. Appreciate it more. Appreciate him. Yeah. And let's give him some applause. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Anybody wants to hug him or shake hands, you bless him, Lord. God sure is blessing good today. There's still some more people needs to come. Please come. Even while while they're just giving him a hug, if if you need to come, you just come on. Praise the Lord. Nothing, nothing like feeling the Lord and the blessings of God. Amen. Amen. There are those. Yeah. God's still doing business. He's never quit. Will you come and get involved with God a little more this morning? Obey the Lord. Amen. Listen. Yeah. Amen. come. You say, preacher, it's getting late. It might be later than you think. But right now, there's still time if you hurry. Obey the Lord. Listen. Yeah. Please obey the Lord. Amen. Listen. Come on home. There's a place at home for you that's just yours. Nobody else can fill your spot. You're special. You're unique. You're one of a kind. That's the way God made you. Come on home and be happy. And fit in your spot. And it'll, it'll help other people to get happy. Every one of these moves has blessed us to be happy. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody else needs to come. Come on, hurry.
choked up on that second verse because I just thought time and time again. Yeah, man. How many times the Lord's taken care of me? Yes, sir. And uh, I, I was so thrilled to see those that moved. Yeah, man. And I thought, Lord, thank you, God, for just keeping me in your hands. Yeah. You know, uh, I was listening to a song that said, there'll be no tears, there'll be no scars. You know, the only scarred hands will be the ones that hold you now. And uh, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that I've got a God. When I'm at my lowest point, I'm at a church. I'm not where I should be. He forgives me. And yeah, amen. With those scarred hands of love, I'm so thankful for that. Amen. Time. Good to be here this morning. Well, that's good. Good words and good singing. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Yeah. It sounds great to be so young, but I can't wait to go to heaven. <laughs> Amen. I'm so thankful I'm today. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank God for that. Amen. Thank the good Lord. Amen. I pray, pray while Jay sings, and, and there's some folks could still move. I feel, how you know, preacher? Well, I still feel that conviction stirring. My burden's still bubbling up. Whatever you need to do to rededicate your life, to come to get saved, doors is open if you want to join the church, if God's laid it on your heart. Go ahead. I spent a long time running away from God, away from the church. And a lot of times in myself, I'd say, I just got to get these things straightened up. I got to get my life straightened up. I got to get some things fixed, and then I'll get right. But I can't fix anything. Uh, This song talks about some of the most extreme problems in life, and God can fix those problems. So if he can fix the most extreme problems in life, whatever petty little thing I'm going through, he's got control of. But y'all pray for me. I'll try saying this. For everyone who's lost someone they love yeah. Long before it was their time And you feel like the days you had Were not enough when you said goodbye yep, And on. for all of the people with burdens and pain Come on. Keeping Obey you back from your life And you feel like there's nothing and there is no one who can make it right. There is hope for the helpless, rest for the weary, and love for the broken heart. Amen. There is grace and forgiveness, mercy and healing. He'll meet you wherever you are. Cry out to Jesus. Amen. Cry out to Jesus. Right. For the marriage that's struggling just to hold on. They've lost all of their faith and love. And they've done all they can to make it right again. Still it's not enough. And for those who can't break the addictions and chains 
You try to give up, but you come back again. Just remember that you're not alone. Yeah. Your shame Amen. and your suffering. Right. There is hope for the helpless, rest for the weary, and love for the broken heart. There is grace and forgiveness, mercy and healing. He'll meet you wherever you are. Cry out to Jesus Amen. when you're lonely and it feels like the whole world is falling on you. You just reach out. You just cry out to yeah. Jesus. Cry out to Jesus. Amen. Yeah. I believe somebody could come right now. Please come. Please come. It'll bless you and us, and it'll bless God. And for the children if obey the Lord, that's, just, just come on. No pressure, just obey. There is hope for Just an invitation from heaven. Rest Obey. For the weary Come. Love for the Come while the master calls. Come. Come there on. There is grace and forgiveness. Come on. Mercy and healing. Please come. He'll meet you wherever you are. Amen. Cry out Amen. Jesus. Amen. Thank the Lord. Appreciate those words and that good song. Appreciate this good meeting. Anybody else got something on your heart before we turn over for the announcements? Glad to have everybody here. And there's some here that's been sick. It's got to come back. And we got some still out sick. It's not here. But we got a, we got a great crowd. Thank God for everybody that's here and for each move that was made. And I also want to thank God for every person that was here that God spoke to, even if you didn't move. I thank God you're here, and I thank God that he's calling you. That's, that's good news. God's interested in you. And, so, and again, thank God for every person here, especially our visitors. If nobody else got anything in your heart, just be seated for a minute, and we'll turn over for the announcements. Brother Blaine. There'll be a CPR class here at the church November the 13th from 9 until noon. Uh, please sign up uh, on the sheet in the foyer or see Sister Ashley Roselle. Uh, they need to make sure that there's enough equipment for everybody that wants to participate in that. And there will be a ordination service at Lighthouse Baptist Church. Uh, that's also Saturday the 13th. The service starts at 6 p.m., they would like the ordained men there at five to form the council, uh, and they are ordaining uh, Brother Steve Spees as a deacon. Um, I just wanted to give some more um, information about um, taking donations and stuff for the Thanksgiving dinners we're going to be passing out. Um, we're going to be passing those out on November 20th, and it's pretty much the same thing we've done in the past. So we're going to be collecting non-perishable items. So any canned items you might have, uh, mac and cheese, 
the instant stuffing mixes or potatoes, um, two liters, um, boxes of desserts, um, and please check the expiration dates before you bring them. Um, but there's a table back there set up and some people have already brought stuff in and we're very thankful for that. Um, but we, like I said, we'll be taking those until the 20th of November. Um, and then we'll also be taking money donations, which will go towards the perishable items that we'll be purchasing to go along with those dinners. And that'll be like the turkeys, milk, um, rolls, that kind of thing. And then we also buy Bibles and give each family a Bible as well. And we'll need about probably 1000 to $1,500 to collect to buy all those things. So if you have any money donations towards that, that'd be fabulous as well. And then if you have any families that you know of that would benefit from getting one of these meals, um, basically in the past, if you um, don't remember, we're giving them a box and it's going to have things to prepare a Thanksgiving meal on Thanksgiving Day. So if you know somebody that could benefit from that, please let me know. And then um, the older youth, instead of us meeting for Pray the Halls, we're actually going to serve the veterans today and then you'll be dismissed after that. So if you are an older youth and you're available to help serve the veterans today, please, you can be dismissed now and go wash your hands and see Cooey. She announced that we're having the veterans dinner and if you're a parent of a little one, I'd like you to give us a half hour, a little more because we would like the little ones in the Sunday school choir to sing for the veterans before they eat. So that would be wonderful if you could allow us that time. And one second. Oh, I got one more announcement for that. Okay, Sorry okay. about that. That's all right. Christmas play is going to be December 12th tentatively. I haven't got that in stone yet because I haven't asked everybody how to ask. But um, that December 12th looks like the date it, it's going to be. That's the Sunday. I think that's two Sundays before Christmas or something like that, but December 12th. And we'll get the ball rolling on that all next right. week. Appreciate that. Thank the Lord for all the announcements. May I ask you to do this? Everyone here that's a, a veteran, could you stand up? Just stand up and stay standing with us. Oh, yeah. Let's just give these guys applause. That's wonderful. We thank God for the veterans. Now, if the veterans and uh, their wives, their families, if you'd like to be dismissed right now, I'll let you out. You get to the uh, get to the fellowship hall, Barry. Uh, yeah. 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 A widow or a widower. Yeah. Go ahead. Fellas, go ahead. Give you a little head start there. Beat the crowd. And uh, thank you again, everybody, for being here today. As you go out, uh, of course, the way we've been doing it for quite a while, the offering plates are in the foyer. If you want to put something in the offering, you can do that out there. And uh, so. Anybody else got anything on your heart?
If nothing else, we'll ask everybody seated to stand. And I'll ask preacher Bob Morrison if he'll pray a dismissal.